All right, welcome everybody to our latest Between the Races podcast on the MX Vice Network. Thank you for listening and supporting the site. We really appreciate it. We'd first like to thank our sponsors in Fly Racing, Monster Energy, Fox, Parts Europe, Scott, Bell Helmets, Achebe's, AS3 Performance, Kawasaki UK, KTM UK, O'Neill, and of course, even Strokes for all their incredible support, as without them, none of this would be possible. All right, for this episode, we have another Aussie motocross focus show, as I'm joined by special guest, Mick Sinclair's back, well-known in the industry and one of the key driving forces in the Aussie Supercross Championships. How's life? And thanks for joining us again, mate. Thanks for having me back on, Ed. It's good to be here doing this with you again. Nah, mate, cheers. It's going to be another good one, obviously. Just fresh off Adelaide a couple of weeks ago, the opening round of the series. A lot of buzz, a lot of hype. You know, it was really well executed, I believe, mate, given the parameters and the confines of that tight arena. The crowds were treated to a really nice show. And I guess, how was it from your perspective? It must have been pretty good just to get that one rolling and get that under the belt and move forward to Newcastle now. Yeah, it was it was really good. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was a huge build up to it. And yeah, it was great to to roll it out and execute it the way we did. You know, we, we said a lot of things going into it um, and... You know, when I joined AME this year and our, and our team, you know, we we made a pact that if we say we're going to do something, we're going to we're going to do it. And um, we yeah, we definitely did that. It was great to roll it out. Um, yeah, huge build up, but the team worked really hard. And you know, the the stadium, Adelaide Entertainment Centre, is it's a really good venue for Supercross. Um, yeah, the floor space is small, which means the track's going to be really tight and small. Um, and there's some things with that track that we probably could have done a little bit better, um, or changed it to make it a little bit better. And that's the feedback we've had, um, and we'll definitely take that on board, but, you know, overall, um, it was a really good night. We had six and a half thousand people there. You know, we almost sold that stadium out, which is great. Um, the racing was good. We, you know, the, we put on a really good show, like you know, we, we wrote a really good show plan, um, you know, for the opening ceremony to, to build that, the hype and the, uh, you know, Australia versus the rest of the world kind of theme. And it, it um, worked great. And it really had the old Supercross Masters feel to it. And, um, yeah, it was it was really fun to roll out. Yeah, mate, well said. It was definitely an entertaining, exciting selection of racing going on across all the classes. And I guess some other highlights for you and the team, both on and off the track when you debriefed back in the office when you got home, have you got sort of some other things that you're particularly pleased about as well? Yeah, it was interesting, right? So the feedback we got from the industry was was amazing. We had, um, you know, guys like Craig Dack, Uribe, Ben Townley, Chad, um, the guys at KDM, you know, I even got an email from Jeff Leesk to say it looked amazing. So we got great feedback from people who were at the event. Um, they liked the track, they liked the venue, they liked how organized we were and how smoothly the event ran. Uh, there was, you know, there's no secret and you can't hide from it. There was some, you know, negative feedback, I guess, from the keyboard warriors on social media and you're always going to get that. And <clears throat> I guess they watched the broadcast um, and there was things, yeah, like I said, there's, there's lots of little things that we could change for next time to make it a little bit better but overall it was great um yeah I, you know you, you read those comments online and you take them on board and you take the feedback on but you can't read too much into it because they weren't there and it's always seemed to be the same kind of people you know leaving those comments and that's fine that's what they do um it's the feedback from 
um, the people that really matter that we 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 listen to. And, and like I said, that was it was great. There was lots of like I said, little one percenters here and there, but overall it was really good. And um, yeah, we got a lot of momentum going into Newcastle, so it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's really cool how you guys are aware of the feedback and aware of what can be done and you're willing to listen, like you were saying, with the angry privateers, dad having quite some forceful opinions and you had a good chat and sit down with him, mate. So it's cool. I think most people, you know, coming from a positive mindset, what the sport to do well and, you know, see it thrive. And, you know, it's just you got to take a chance. Someone's got to take ownership of the series and run it and you guys deserve credit for doing it because it is a lot of ways a thankless task, mate. You're sort of leaving yourself open for it. But I guess as a team, you're probably... Happy with it, you know, you set the bar pretty high for the rest of the series and you, I guess you met your expectations for what you expected from the night as a package, I guess. Yeah, we did. But in saying that, like that's the level it should be at, right? It's yeah. a national championship. It's, you know, and we're a Supercross in Australia. I think it's the second biggest uh, national series outside of the US. So it has to be run at that level. Um, what we did was good, but so it should be. Um you know, people pay good money to come and watch it. People pay, you know, entry fees to come and race it. You know, they're our customers. So we have to give those guys that level of experience and anything below that level, in our opinion, isn't acceptable. So it was good. Yep, don't get me wrong. We're stoked with how it went, but that's how it should have went. It was, you know, we we met our expectations um, and anything less wouldn't have met our expectations. So... That's just our mindset. We've got to provide that experience, not only for the people who come and watch, but also our customers in in that of the riders and the teams. Um, so yeah, it was it was good. But like I said, we we hit all the marks and gave that that experience to the fans and the riders. But yeah, like I said, so we we should have. Yeah, mate, love that honesty. It's really good to hear that because, you know, sometimes you see things get swept under the rug, but yeah, you're just all over it and you know what the product needs to be. And you obviously had that WSX TV streaming package so the world can watch it. And did you get a lot of feedback from international viewers and people tuning in because it was well done, well managed and, you know, that kind of thing. So there's a lot of eyes on it, obviously, with the racing slowing down. Expect that to only get more heading into Newcastle and Melbourne with there's no AMA racing, no world championship racing. It's really only WSX, Paris Supercross and Aussie Supercross in terms of the big heavy hitting events, mate. So how was the feedback from overseas? Um, Pretty good. I mean, I didn't really get a lot of feedback overseas. I will say that the numbers were strong. Um, And especially on the seven plus platform, I think we had, you know, around 25,000 people watch the stream, which really surprised us. I mean, going into it, we didn't know what to expect in terms of numbers. Well, we did. We knew what Newcastle did last year with 7 Plus, and it was around 7,000. And, and that was Motocross the Nations weekend too, so that's good numbers. Yeah, so um, Adelaide had around 25,000 um, streams on 7 Plus. Uh, WSX TV was a little bit lower. It was like 1,000, um, but it's still decent and only – only the only people who could watch it on WSX TV were, were people outside of Australia. So <clears throat> it was good to see a thousand people um, from around the world tune in, but the seven plus numbers were the, was the impressive one for us. We were blown away to have six and a half thousand people at the event when last year in Adelaide, they had around three and a half thousand. So, you know, we had an extra 3000 people at the event plus 25,000 people tune in live um, it was very cool. Plus, there was about 9,000 replays. So <clears throat> the numbers were strong, like really positive. 
Yeah, no, that's really cool to hear, mate. And that's really good numbers to give to you know the sponsors and the partners and just to build momentum going forward, I guess, as well. And I wanted to get your take on how the privateers receive those new initiatives, you know, you put in like the photo and video content, the prize money, obviously that's so cool. And I guess, you know, massively helpful all you're doing to raise their profiles with the stuff on the internet and obviously offering them free tickets if they do their part in promoting you know, the series, those incentives are really cool. So did you get some good feedback from the privateers? Because I know they're speaking to some of them. They're definitely grateful for all that help you give them. Yep. Um, it's, yeah, like I said, in the first show I did with you, it's been received really well. Um, the vibes from the privateer boys were was super high in Adelaide. Um, they, you know, we again, we did everything we said we would. We got them the images the, the day after. I mean, there's little bits and pieces there. We probably could have rolled it out better, but... <clears throat> that's only from our side, but um, yeah, overall, everyone was stoked. Um, you know, we got some of the privateers and some of the local guys involved in press day and, and Elijah was great in um, Adelaide. You know, we got him down there doing some things uh, on Thursday before with Charlie Dixon. And then the week before we got him down to a basketball game that was at the same venue. Um, <clears throat> we had him, you know, in a, um, the pits were all together. So they're amongst all the teams. So we did, everything we said we were going to do for that privateer support program, you know, as we should. And it worked great. Um, yeah. Feedback was really good. Um, everyone seemed really positive. I haven't had any negative feedback from it. So it's, yeah, it's good. Wicked mate. And obviously the Chad Reed CR2285 cup, that was really cool to see that debuting and Chad was obviously there and that obviously looked like it went down really well. Top experience for those youngsters to test themselves and learn from one of the greatest to do it, you know, so giving them that mentoring and that confidence, on how to attack the track and sort of, yeah, just giving him a walkthrough must have been sort of invaluable for him to ease the nerves heading into the racing, mate. So Chad was happy with it because obviously you were saying in that he wanted to get behind that class because he was more like a, the SX3 is not his thing because they should be racing pro at sort of that 16 age mark. So Chad was yeah. happy, mate, and was he in good form, you know, giving you pointers and probably being pretty constructive with all the comments he had. Um, yeah, Chad was, was good. It was great to have him in Adelaide. Um, you know, he flew in. Just for it, Florida is a long way from, or you know, Dade City is a long way from Adelaide. So he, he, um, he definitely put the effort in, and yeah, he was good. He, you know, worked with Brooksy on the track. Um, you know, he worked with us on some format things. He was just, you know, he acted as a bit of an advisor, and it was great to have him there. You know, it kind of was a bit of a fluke, wasn't it? You know, Adelaide Entertainment Center, like I said, is small. Um, so the track was small. And it was probably a really good track for the, to kick off the 85 class. Um, there was some super impressive kids in that class. Like, you know, Jack Nunn, um, I think he's DJ, you know, Levi, uh, Lockie Allen, man, they were jumping, you know, most of well, pretty much every section of that track, like very, very impressive kids. Um, so it's exciting. It's, it's good. You know, we've, we had 30, 30 odd, 37, I think, um, enter. And then, you know, we had qualifying, which eliminated a couple. But going into Newcastle, we've got the same amount of riders. Um, plus, you know, we've dropped a couple, but a, a couple have um, joined, including Tate. Chad and Tate are coming out, which is going to be really interesting to watch. You've got no idea how Tate's going to go, right? Because we've never seen him ride before. But if it goes anything like the videos that they've been posting lately, he's definitely on it. So it's going to be great to see Tate line up against the likes of Jack Nunn and Lock Lockie Allen and those boys. It's, it's, yeah, it's just added another element to Australian supercross where it's not just a, 
novelty class. Yeah, it's not it's not a championship yet. It's a series, the 85 Cup. Um, <clears throat> but we're working with MA for it to become an Australian championship, which I think we will next year. But it just, like I said, adds another element to it and, and it's not a novelty and you actually do want to sit and watch it because the, the racing is good. Like they're very skillful kids um, and it's great to give them that platform where we're not waiting for them to get under 250F to watch them. And, and you know, I, I hear now that there's parents of 10-year-old kids going out and building supercross tracks now because they know in a year and a half or two years' time they're going to be racing this class. Yep, that's they don't awesome. wait. So, you know, I can't wait to see what that entry list is going to look like in a couple of years. Yeah, I guess kids in the stand watching it will probably just look at that and think, gee, I wouldn't mind doing that. So it gives them a good bit of motivation, incentive to have a crack and get into the sport because, yeah, you guys are doing a good job of promoting it. And that adds another little subplot of interest, obviously, with the MX Vice being British-based. Obviously, Wilson and Anstey getting the job done was pretty good for our readers and viewers and just good news. Yeah, but I know Mossy on the podium is keen to get those Aussies taking home some wins, mate. So it's sort of creating a nice little us versus them, the internationals versus the Aussies. So that's going to be a cool little, you know, theme to follow throughout the series too, isn't it? It is. And that's really, Mossy's really driving that. And we didn't um, at all, but it's pretty cool to watch. Mossy got up there at the opening ceremony. Um, Might have been looking for some fans, I think. And he said, have a look around me. And I'm the only one up here with an Aussie flag. And I was like, oh, shit, he actually is. Um, you know, and the crowd went off. And then he used that again at, at, at presentation. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's really cool to see these rivalries roll out. Um, Dino was surprising, wasn't he? Like, I don't know. I, I just didn't expect Dean to win. I just didn't. Um, he's always going to be there. He's not the best starter traditionally. And Adelaide was all about the starts. But he was on from the first lap he went out there. I still think Matt was probably the quickest. I mean, I didn't even look at times who had the quickest time. But Matt looked seemed to reel him in. And then would make a couple of mistakes. He'd over over jump something and end up in the fence, or he'd muck something up, and then he'd have to catch really mean again. But that was Matt, you know, and a new bike, new team. Um, the starts were on fire, weren't they? Oh, unbelievable. So yeah, it's Newcastle going to the full size track. It's going to be really interesting. I mean, you can't count JB out either. Um, JB was pissed in Adelaide, Adelaide afterwards, though. He got second. And I thought, you know, you'd be happy to come away from a round like that where you could really destroy your series or your championship. Um, you think you'd be stoked with a second place just to get out of there in one piece and some solid points. But, man, he was not stoked on the podium. Um, I was right there. I'm like, you're all right. What happened? He goes, no, I just hate losing. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so it was really cool to see it that up close and personal and their reaction straight after the race. Mossy was fuming. Um, you know, Dino was stoked drinking champagne out of his boot. JB was pissed. Like it was just really interesting to be that close as soon as the riders take their helmets off and the reactions. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's not like they're treating it like some exhibition. They're really going hard and it's really, they want to win. You know, Dean Wilson said he hasn't had a win for so long. So it was actually a pretty special moment for him getting there. And these dudes are fighting it out pretty hard, mate. So that's, you know, gives the series more credibility as well, doesn't it? When was the last time Dino won? Like, I I hadn't thought about that until he said it. I'm like, yeah, it's been years. Yeah. So it would have been really cool for him. Yeah, no, it was good. And yeah, it means so much to him. Moving into Newcastle, mate, obviously you mentioned 17,000 there last year. On track for 20,000, you know, fans, that's the target, isn't it, mate? So how have the tickets been selling? It's going to be a massive event. Have you got some cool plans you'd like to share with everyone? Obviously, big on the show element, which is kind of what it's going to be these days with Supercross. So the fans should be in for a treat. The entertainment will be good. So 
How's it all shaping up? Shaping up really well. The track looks good. You know, again, full size track um, on that rugby field. Um, ticket sales are going really well. You know, we're we're on we're on track to hit what we did last year, or maybe even exceed it. It's really hard to tell. The weather's going to be great. It's going to be twenty seven, I think, and sunny. So we've got a a great day and night for Supercross. Um, the show plans looking good. We know we've got an exciting um, opening ceremony planned. Really bringing back, you know, the best of Supercross. Um, got uh, a huge FMX show. You know, my brother's going to be riding and and Bilko and and Chucky. So they're going to be putting on a huge um, FMX show. Uh, the pit party is going to be great. So we're really getting the fans involved, um, and we're. Um, we've built a stage within the pit area um, and, you know, during that pit party time, there's going to be constant things happening on there. Um, Trent Mars going to host it for us, which yeah. is really cool. Uh, and, yeah, we're going to have, you know, different riders throughout the day doing Q&As with Trent. Um, you know, Fox are going to be up there doing giveaways. MX Store, Pit Viper are getting involved. So we're really... Um, you know, trying to provide value before the race in that pit party for ticket holders. I mean, you don't even need a ticket to go to the pit party and it's open. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I encourage everyone to come down and check it out because it's, you know, obviously the racing is going to be on point and we're going to have a lot of fun pre-event in that pit party and, and yeah, we're going to put on a good show. So it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, it's a good sort of opportunity to add value and the brands would be loving that exposure as well and, you know, just getting to showcase themselves. And Newcastle's a massive hotbed for motocross in Australia, isn't it, mate? So you're expecting a really strong turnout, isn't it? It should be just a massive sort of boost for the industry in general too. You know, the Hunter region is similar to Southern California, isn't it? Um, it's a bit of a hub or a mecca for, for dirt bikes in Australia, not just motocross and supercross, but off-road as well. So you've got lakes um the track at lakes you got one at Cessnock. you've got you know speedway clubs it's it's just like i said you've got maitland nearby maitland, maitland right um you know you got the biggest kdm deal in australia there at, at kdm newcastle so it's definitely a, a a hub and you know we expect it to go well yeah and i guess from your perspective are you happy with how you guys are promoting the series on your website social media all that kind of thing the coverage is obviously good on tv and you've introduced that bench races series which is really cool. It had Anstey on the last episode and Moss, I believe, on the first one. So that's another cool thing that just to spice things up and to you know, spread the word about the series, isn't it, mate? And it's got that Channel 7 association. So free-to-air TV in Australia or free-to-access, it's only good news, isn't it? Ben Trace is, is good. It's it's just a, you know, 15 to 30-minute um, sit-down interview with, you know, the, the key people of, of Australian Supercross. Um, and, yeah, we filmed four episodes in Adelaide. And we're going to film another four in Newcastle and another four in Melbourne. So that'll get us an episode each week till the end of the year. So every Thursday night on 7 Plus and on the Australian YouTube, Australian Supercross YouTube channel, uh, we'll roll out a new episode. So we did Mossy first and that had um, a huge amount of views. It was really good. And he really opened up. I mean, I'm not sure if you saw it, but he really opened up and, and told his story about what it was like growing up. And, you know, and, and then obviously... He's just, you know, his time in the US and what it was like to be, a, you know, how shit it was to be a teammate with Dungey. Um, that I didn't know that story. And then obviously, you know, during his, his four years when he was banned, um, what he went through with that was really eye-opening, uh, you know, going into the mental institute and bits and pieces, you know, because he was struggling. Um, so to open up like that was was great. And then, yeah, Max's episode was really good too. Um, we've got Brett Metcalf's one going out tonight, which is Thursday. 
Um, and then next week we have Chad's. So in the lead up to Newcastle. So it's um, it's good. I watched Chad's episode a couple of days ago. Yeah, and it was also really cool. Um, so, yeah, make sure you check it out on Australian Supercross YouTube channel or 7 Plus if you're in Australia. So, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, mate, that definitely adds a bit of extra, you know, insight and value as well, mate. And I guess last time we spoke, you were mentioning there might be some announcement coming for the 2024 series. Obviously, you had some exciting plans in the work. Obviously, you probably can't share any news yet. But if you can, what are you sort of looking at? Going to be a few more rounds, this kind of thing? Yep. Um, wouldn't be a few more rounds, but there's going to be more rounds in this year. We did say we'd like to have the dates out by Newcastle. We're not in a position to do that just because we're still working on a, a venue or a couple of venues in Queensland potentially. So uh, we do, We will be going back to Queensland, which is great. Um, in, and we've got some dates in mind, um, but that's about all I can tell you right now. Um, and we will have an announcement out by the end of the year. Um, it hasn't just gone as smoothly as we like or it hasn't been as easy easy as we like to lock away venues and bits and pieces but yeah next year's shaping up to be good we're going to carry the momentum from this year there'll be more rounds we'll go back to queensland so yeah it's looking really good though yeah on the topics of motocross meccas in australia queensland's definitely right up there isn't it with all those training facilities with the nathan crawford zero zero elite for dale a lot of dudes training up there the series is really good so that's pretty exciting mate there'll definitely be a lot of interest in that and i'm sure you're already planning for all of that to sort of come to fruition. And I guess just give us an insight as well into how difficult it is to manage a series because obviously the fans, you know, just turn up and, you know, it's all there ready to go, whereas it must be just a logistical nightmare, so much stress and so much planning that goes into making it happen too, mate. So I guess give us a little bit of insight and in how your sort of days and weeks look and just the volume of work that goes into it. Um, well, yeah, it's, there's a lot of work goes into it. You know, there's four or five in our office um, who are full-time and, you know, we work across... Uh, we do some things with World Supercross. We do some things with the the Lawrence brothers with their merch. But you know, a lot of I'd say most of our time is tied up with Australian Supercross. So it's it's you know this year's three rounds, but it takes a lot of work. Um, adding an extra round adds a little bit of work, but not too much. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a lot of work. Uh, um, a lot to do, and the key for me is just communication communicating with our team, communicating with our partners, communicating with the, the teams, the, the venues, you know, as long as you're, you're all clear and all on the same page, it should go pretty smoothly. Sounds like you're pretty concise and clear with the communications, mate, I believe, or was it never die wondering with you, mate? So people know where you stand, that's for sure. And just looking at it, do you gain influences hey. from other motorsports, I guess, MotoGP, F1 or, you know, WSX, or do you look at NBA and soccer and just for different ideas how to organise these things, or is it just so unique, you just do what you know needs to be done, mate? Um, no, you definitely, you know, look what everyone else is doing and you try and take the best bits from everyone else, you know. For example... You know, I even look at what my kids' sports with BMX and mountain biking and how they run those events. And, and in particular, for me, the way they handle the entries, um, that's something that uh, is, um, you know, I think we could do better. Um, and we're looking at the way they do that in, in mountain biking and BMX. But, yeah, look, we try and take the best bits of everything. Um, you know, for example, you know, you, you mentioned F1. Instead of doing a post-race press conference now, we do the media scrum out on the track. Yep. That was an idea from Trent, but, you know, that comes from F1. Um, so, yeah, we we do take inspiration from um, 
you know, other sports and other events. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a good idea, mate, to sort of elevate things and just try new things. And obviously with Supercross, obviously the motocross, you know, being outdoors is not as accessible as something like Supercross. So you're definitely in a good position to have a lot of scope for growth, isn't it, mate? Because it's more, you know, how hardcore fans like us, you know, probably love going to motocross still. It's like brutal, you know, out in the heat. People love the riders seeing them, you know, do their thing and they love that sort of suffering aspect. But Supercross is just really accessible in those stadiums, shielded from the weather. You know, the facilities such as the toilets, they're not like the port they're often a bit of a crime scene at motocross tracks. So there's so many good things you can add into Supercross to make it a real show, like you said, with the freestyle motocross and also the live events, concerts, pit parties. They can sort of do so much more and it's not muddy and it's just comfortable, isn't it, mate? So that's a big thing working in your favour. And I guess you're always looking to take full advantage of it where possible. Yeah, well, you pay more money to watch a Supercross too than what you would go to watch a Pro MX round. So you have to provide that experience. You can't just expect to rock up to an outdoor track and, you know, you got the canteen there and you got the port and everything and, and you, there's no opening ceremony. So, you know, you, you do pay more to come and watch a, a Supercross race and, and, you know, so you should, but we also have to provide that value um, and, you know, that, that entertainment and that overall experience. Yeah, well said, mate. And just obviously touching on Jet Lawrence, you mentioned before you do a bit of stuff with him. How cool was it? You know, just the season he had and obviously that Alpine Stars sort of docu-film has just dropped and just incredible, mate. He just put another clinic at the Motocross the Nations, even though he had a little bit of adversity, but the way he just adapted to the track and he's just so balanced, stable, measured, just the technique's just phenomenal, mate, the mindset. The boys did the Aussies proud, Ferris and his brother Hunter too, to pick up our best result ever a second. So even though you're working at Adelaide, mate, I'm sure when you're Watch the replay. Be pretty proud seeing the boys do that on that brutal track and the environment was just absolutely pumping there too, mate. Another good advertisement for the sport down under for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was. I got home um, from Adelaide and watched it live on telly that Sunday night, I think it was. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, you know, Jet's just incredible, isn't he? And it, it's it's an exciting time to be an Australian fan of motocross and supercross with with those, with those two. Um, over in the US and but also here too it's going to be interesting to see what Tanny does and with Supercross over there next year that's exciting to see another Aussie in the mix um but, but yeah it, it's good I think we're in a really good spot uh, domestic motocross championship is strong uh we're rebuilding Supercross and that's going well we've got a lot of momentum and then you know the other side of the ditch in in the US like I said with Jet and Hunter and now Tanty and it's just, a, it's yeah, it's an exciting time to be a fan. Yeah, and how excited are you to see Hunter step up to the 450, mate? It's going to be really interesting, obviously, just officially announced it's sort of been one of the worst-kept secrets, I guess. But how cool is that going to be, mate? That A1, I don't know if you plan on going, mate, but it's going to be pretty amazing with, obviously, the Aussie connection, like you said, plus Tomac, Roxon, just Jason Anderson, AP, AC. It's going to be, you know, Dean Wilson. It's going to be absolutely huge, that A1, isn't it, mate? Text it will be. ATM. I don't know if I'm. Go- I don't think I'm going to a one, but I plan to get to at least one, uh, potentially a three or a two, whatever it is now. Um, yeah, Bailey and I were talking about it when we we're at MotoGP, and we we I know he's thinking of getting over there. So yeah, I'd love to get to one, and it's definitely on the cards. Nothing's locked in yet, but we'll see. But it's um yeah, you know you you can't beat a one day. I mean, have you ever been to one? No, nah, mate. Best like it's. Like it's crazy. The, the the atmosphere at Angel Stadium is electric and everyone's just up and about, you know, everyone's gone. 
the best. They've you know they've all had the best off season they've ever had, and they're all staying Flying the same. At the test track. Flying at the test track, that's it. And no one's got any idea what's going to happen. So it's um it's always super exciting. But yeah, um, it's definitely on the cards to get over there and, and check one out again. I've been to obviously a bunch over there, and you know they they never get boring. It's it's an amazing uh, spectacle to to go and check out American Supercross. Yeah, mate, well said. And obviously with you being in the industry, you know, probably around 25 years in and around it in some capacity, mate, just what are some of the key changes, I guess, you've seen from back in those days to, I guess, now and when you go to an A1 and to in the role you now currently do, and there must be some pretty sort of massive overhauls and key things and, I guess, milestones that you've seen that have made the sport better or worse. So just your take on some of those, mate. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I mean, I was out of it for eight years, right, after I left Monza and went to to Harley. Um and for those eight years, like I told you last time, I was pretty burnt out by it and I didn't really pay a lot of attention. So, I mean, changes here, I've come back and it feels like I never left. It's the same people. Um, you know, there's a lot of new riders that have come through, but it's still the same team owners, the same teams, they, the same people talking about each other. It's all like it's it, nothing's really changed. Um yeah. I think Pro MX is is got more professional. I, I think if anything has changed is the broadcast, right? The lot you can watch it now on live TV, and that's really cool. Obviously, the bikes have changed; they got faster. I mean, I haven't been to an American Supercross for eight years, so um, I'll have to. You know, hopefully, I can get over there and check one out, and then I'll be able to answer that question: What's changed over there? But here, I don't think much has changed at all, other than it's just got a lot better. Um, you know, the level of professionalism in these teams. Uh, yeah, it's 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 everything overall is bigger and better. Yeah, recently I guess the big change has been the SMX with Feld and MX Sports sort of coming together to create that hybrid series. What's your yeah. overall take on it, mate? Obviously, ups and downs, negatives and positives. There was sort of a lot of chat about bike setup, but I guess for considering they're trying something new, it was a pretty good effort, and it just sort of brings more eyes on the series, more money for the riders, really, wasn't it, mate? So they're definitely happy about that. I don't have the teams and the mechanics were super pumped on it then hitting up nations pretty shortly after for some of those guys but what was your personal opinion on it mate because obviously seeing things all over the world yourself you're probably quite well versed to have a decent opinion on it mate yeah look i don't know i've got to be careful what i say smx was purely just a reaction to world supercross right it was basically just a reaction to that and yeah it was great to see the amount of money you know jet wins a million dollars and it was probably good to see the mid-pack privateer boys get paid you know 30 that to that 50 grand but that's what they should get paid over there anyway in my opinion um you know and i actually just stole that quote from mcgrath and his gypsy tale podcast last week but what what mc said was was 100 right it was just a reaction um and it probably should have happened over there anyway in terms of what the boys are getting paid so I mean, I didn't, I, I think I watched one, I watched the highlights of another one. I was kind of done with American racing by the time it came around. I was like, you know, here we go again, another another one. Um, the tracks were interesting, those hybrid tracks, you know, and the bike setup that al- added an element of interest to it. But yeah, I don't know. That That's really my opinion on it. Yeah, well, how it progresses into next year as well, mate, because they're definitely going pretty hard on it and they're sort of landing into that world championship thing really, really hard and 
almost like dismissing a lot of other series with some of the commentary that was going on from where the broadcasters saying the best dudes in the world are here and it's sort of a bit dismissive MXGP riders and obviously riders all over the world but yeah we'll see how it plays out mate I'm definitely pushing it and I suppose more eyes is good and I guess the TV package is really good you know I was talking to Jason yeah. Thomas saying with that Hollywood strike it's uh you know they want content guaranteed content and that's what it gives them because there's probably going to be a bit of a lull or a downturn coming up so that's another angle I guess which is a positive for the sport isn't it Mm, yeah, no, you're right. Um, it was it, it it was good. It was good to get more eyeballs. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know if they need that many races over there. Do they take you know, if they want to include it, do they take a couple of rounds off Supercross and a, and a round or two off Motocross and then throw that in the mix? It just seemed it just it was a lot, and I think a lot of people were were, were you know were, were kind of done with done with it by the time it rolled around. And I think if it was there was a couple of less races or events, you know, by the time it come around, maybe it would be more exciting. Yeah, obviously. And then the whole point structure, you know. That's just like my good opinion. For, yeah, yeah. It's good for the, you know, hardcore fans keeping in touch. But the average fan was probably like quite a lot of all new stuff to get used to and the points and how it all works. And then there's format of the double, triple points, all these kind of things that just throws it in there, mate. But I guess back to you, mate. And in your day-to-day job, it was really cool to see what you're saying that the series needs to be excellent, needs to be, you know, in a good direction and really professional. So do you feel much pressure, stress, and I guess dealing with the responsibility of sort of making Australian Supercross as good as it can be? Or are you pretty sort of relaxed about it all because you're confident in the work you've done? So, you know, the planning's there, so it should run as smoothly as it can. Yeah, I'm pretty relaxed. Um, there's always an element of stress because you need bums on seats, right? So that's where the stress comes from in terms of the way the events are ran. There's no stress there. I mean, we've, we've got that pretty dialed um, and our team uh, working really hard and we've, you know, we, we've got that show aspect dialed and the event aspect dialed, you know, Kevin Williams is our director of motorsport and he's been around for a million years and done everything in, in motocross and supercross here in Australia and around the world. So we've got the right people. So running the event, um, that isn't too stressful because we're all organized. The stress comes from making sure we get enough bums on seats to cover the cost. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Well said. Just a couple more for you before we let you go. You know, you obviously got a fair bit going on outside of your job with your kids doing the racing and obviously you got a shred bike care company as well, mate. So I guess it keeps you pretty well occupied and takes the mind off work and gives you a good bit of balance to your life. So just explain about that and any other hobbies you enjoy doing, mate, in the lifestyle and the time that you have, because it's probably not a huge amount of free time going on. Um, yeah, we have a lot of fun though. Yeah, you're right. There is, um, we've got a lot going on. Uh, but it's good. My kids are very active in sport. You know, I'm actually doing this from a, a cabin in a place called Shepparton, which is regional Victoria here in Australia. Um, they race BMX and we've got the BMX nationals here all week, um, which is super exciting for our family because we put a lot of time and effort into it and the kids train their backsides off and um, it's a big week for us. Um, and they're both riding really well. So it's, um, it's cool to do that. And, you know, between BMX and my son races downhill. So we're always somewhere doing something. Um, work is pretty busy. And then you have also got my um, my other side business, which is Shred Bike Care. Um, kind of sits there in the background doing its thing. We've got good distributors here in Australia that look after the sales side of it. And, you know, we've got our product range dialed now. We're not looking to increase, you know, any more products just for the sake of it. So, um, you know, I look after the marketing side. My wife does all the admin and, and runs the books and um, it, it 
yeah, it goes pretty smoothly. I mean, it's not going to, um, you know, it's not, it's not huge by any, um, by any means, but it, it goes well and it's a bit of fun. Yeah, it sounds good, mate. And yeah, also just predictions, I guess, for the upcoming WSX and OzX. Just any key things, maybe not even predictions, just things you're looking out for, things you're looking forward to. Obviously, a lot of parity in the racing. There's going to be so many class riders on show. So just your thoughts on those two series, I guess, which will be pretty good in the next couple of weeks for the Moto fans all over the world. Yeah, Abu Dhabi this weekend is going to be really cool. I'm not sure if you saw the track map, but that staggered start is going to be interesting. Like, it's a small floor space. Um, I was actually talking to my brother last night because he's over there in Abu Dhabi doing freestyle. and doing some PR stuff for in this morning. So we were talking uh, on Instagram early in the early hours this morning. And I said, it actually looks a lot smaller, the floor space. And he goes, it's the same, about the same size as Sydney Superdome or Kudos Bank Arena, whatever they call it, um, which is, you know, decent size for an indoor, but it's cool that they're running the the track out the back and then back into the stadium, um, you know, but you normally run 10 bikes. Uh, but to run a staggered start, it's going to create chaos. I mean, imagine having Vince Freezy on the back row. <laughs> like He's I would, it in there. I would, if I was on the front row and he was behind me, I would move back. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what's to come. Um, and it's probably not. It's probably a bit unfair on Vince. It's probably anyone, right? But I mean, how good is that going to be to watch? And I'm looking forward to. I'm actually going to do some work. Um, for that event and I'll be doing it remotely so I think it starts at 11 30 p.m here in Melbourne so that's going to be exciting to watch I mean predictions it's really hard to tell you know Ken should be good Shane should be good you know I think it'll just be the the, the usual culprits but um, anything can happen in those indoor stadiums and there's a lot of money on the line for those world supercross events with prize money so anything can happen so that's going to be super exciting in terms of uh, Australian Supercross and predictions. I think Matt, Matt's going to come out swinging. He won at Newcastle last year. He's doing the work. A bit more time on that bike with that team. Um, yeah, I think Matt Matt is the one to watch there. But again, you can't count out JB and a full-size track. Dino's absolutely flying. Um, got the momentum from Adelaide. So you just don't know, right? Josh Hill could be fast. Tanny could be quick. Cloudy's going to be fast. Like, it's it's going to be on. Uh, Max, I think, will be hard to beat in that lights class. Um, he's just on fire at the moment. And, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty cool to watch. Yeah, mate, it's going to be an action-packed couple of weeks. And, yeah, the entry list on both events is really strong. So it'll be, you know, fans will be loving to watch it all over the world, mate. Final thoughts, anything you'd like to sort of shout out or promote the series or point the fans to anywhere or where can they follow you, mate, just before we wrap this one up? Yeah, no, just if you can, um, get down to Newcastle. It's, in, you know, support Australian Supercross. It's going to be, uh, we're working hard to put on a really good show. And like I said to you, we we need to provide value and we're definitely aiming to do that. So I think for anyone that does get to Newcastle, you, you're not going to come away disappointed with the night. You're going to come away uh, watching a great night of Supercross and have a really good experience. Uh, if you can't get there, uh, make sure you catch it on 7+. Plus. Like I said, the broadcast views have been really good, um, but let's keep growing that and um, let's you know try and get 30,000 plus watching that stream. So I know not everyone can get to Newcastle, but there's plenty of people who do like Supercross and love Supercross here in Australia. So jump on a 7+, plus and, and um, yeah, make sure you check it out. Absolutely, mate. Well said. Definitely a lot to look forward to. But before we let you go... Yeah, mate, I'll be there. I'm ready. 
Can't wait to uh, meet you in person and, and see you there. Stoked that you're joining us. Yeah, mate, it'll be good. Yeah, wife and I are going down and we'll sort of, yeah, put a bit of stuff on MX Vice and spread the word, mate, because it, yeah, it'll just be a really good event. I'm looking forward to it. It should be pretty packed. The vibe should be good. The atmosphere will be good. And I think everyone's sort of, a lot of people you speak to actually think Newcastle's more of the marquee event as opposed to Marvel. So cause I guess it's just purely Aussie Supercross. So do you feel that as well? Definitely. I mean, we, from AME, we run Adelaide and Newcastle. Um, SX Global run the Melbourne event. So for us, um, it's our marquee event for sure. I mean, the Friday night at Melbourne is going to be huge too. Um, we love partnering with World Supercross on that event. Um, we're still heavily involved in it, but yeah, Newcastle's our baby and that's going to be massive. Yeah, mate, it's going to be so good. And uh, yeah, before we wrap this one up, we'll thank the sponsors in Fly Racing, Monster Energy, Fox, Parts Europe, Scott, Bell Helmets, Cherbies, AOC Performance, Kawasaki UK, KTM UK, O'Neill, and of course, even Strokes for all their incredible support. As without them, none of this would be possible. All right, cheers again, mate, and all the best, and look forward to catching up with you soon. Awesome, mate. Thanks for having me, and we'll see you in, uh, next week.